This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Friday, December 15th. This is the Hitchmas episode. It is one... 185. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Today's December 15th, so that means it's Hitchmas. Deck the halls. De- uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, so I might be a little inebriated. Because you've already been celebrating the Hitchmas. Yes. Uh, pre- uh, pre-show, I had some Black Label blended scotch whiskey, Johnny Walker, and feeling pretty good. <laughs> he's got those rosy cheeks (laughs) they're always rosy but when i when i drink well you i'm sure you guys have noticed i get like really red when i drink extra extra yeah extra i get extra when i drink (laughs) but extra gingery uh matt is not with us tonight you've got me dan ellis as as always and uh well i'm here that guy I'm, with the mustache. And yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucking important. The, and the glasses. Yeah. It's the first time I saw the mustache in, in it's, person it, tonight. It startled him. And it startled <laughs> I just started laughing. Not, and mind it just, you. It, was, it caught me so off guard. I I'd already been in the room for about five minutes. And then I finally just, you I looked over and laughed. I hadn't looked at him. I mean, I was just like <laughs> conversing with him. He was like right beside me, but I hadn't actually turned to look. Uh, and I, I look and here's this like squiggly thing you know, kind of curling up and i'm like oh shit yeah yeah the first two words were oh shit i haven't seen that thing in person <laughs> <laughs> yeah that thing <laughs> <laughs> referring to ryan's mustache yeah so we're we do have mr grant larimer the purple dragon in studio with us this evening hello how are you sir i'm good thank you very much good. for coming over tonight yeah, of course to chat with us and and yeah. guest host and stuff. Happy, happy to sit in anytime. You, you are, you are fantastic because I can contact you like the night before. And, and late you're here. And, yeah. Because Dan knows I have no life. So. <laughs> I'm like, I think <laughs> I he's done. absolutely nothing else going on. <laughs> I think he's done like tearing up floors and shit in his house. Yeah. So. That was fun. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> what have you guys been doing over the last week? Fucking work. You've been fucking work? Uh, work's been fucking me. Oh, yeah? Well, it was as we know, or as we get, know. Uh, uh, do you at least get a reach around? I mean, no. It just fucked me hard. Um, <laughs> Will you <laughs> turn me, me up a little bit? Me yeah. I'm a little, well, you, you, you were peeking a little bit there. I, I was talking a bit louder. Yeah. Before uh, <laughs> we're that's, recording. that's the black label. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording on Friday, which means this last week is my shift change. Uh-huh. So I was, uh, it was a six day straight. Right. Yeah. So you've been working, working. Well, trying to fight oh, off. Oh, you're working today. Trying to fight off insanity because it's wintertime on a base <laughs> in the desert. So there's no wildland fires. There's no one out there doing training right now. So it's just fucking sit on your ass and. Oh, yeah. 
Winners have got to be pretty slow for yeah, you guys. Yeah, very slow. There almost nothing happens in the winter out there unless someone slips and falls. Yeah. Are any any of your people going to California? No, we're actually the we're actually working with an idea f- with DOD to where we can be outsourced mm-hmm. to work fires. Right now, we're not allowed to. We can't go. Oh, okay. But they're working something where, hey, if something major is going on, a big fire, and we got guys that can go, and we got equipment that can go, and we don't need them where we're at, uh, they can send us TDY mm-hmm. to go uh, work the fires. But we got our department's small. Um, I mean, we have. But wait, you said there's nothing to do as a firefighter unless somebody slips and <laughs> falls down. Like, do they set on fire when they fall down in the desert? No. Well, we <laughs> we also run medical. <laughs> okay. So we, we 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 run on all the medical calls as well. Ah, that makes and a little more sense. Yeah. So we don't just go on fires. We go on medical calls. People having heart attacks. People. Just straight what's, up. What's that term for combustion? Spontaneous, the, the spontaneous human combustion. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen that before? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe in it. I don't. <laughs> you don't think that's a thing? Well, there, there's the weird phenomenon which people haven't been able to explain. Like, how the fuck did this body just burn up? Like, he doesn't smoke. What's the cause? It's weird. But how does your body get to the temperature it needs to just self-combust? Mm-hmm. It's not like hay. Hay can self-combust because of the moisture and it heats up when it's decaying. But you're body doesn't just do that well because of the quantum mechanics of indeterminacy part of their (laughs) being was transmitted into the alternate universe and touched by god's finger and instantly ignited them see and my thought was part of the other universes that are out there accidentally cross over into our universe and if they cross over just the right time and you cross over into yourself you huh. just combust oh oh so it's like matter the same matter can't it can't occupy the occupy same space the same space yeah so, so it has like a the, weird the, vibration the, the and time can, cop yeah uh, parody, yeah, yeah. Uh, well it reminded me or, of the parody, but. i think it was the season finale of the orville do you guys watch the orville oh, yes yeah, yeah. that was good I don't with think the, with the, the planet final. that was the aging like its 400 orbit. years. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's orbit was somehow morphing in and out of two different universes. Yeah. And yeah. Even though like 11 days would pass for them, but when it would come back, it would, it would disappear and come back in 11 days. But for the planet it was 400 years. Yeah. And, and, and kind the, of a ripoff of a DS9 episode, but I won't go there. But I like the religious aspect that episode yeah. followed on. Oh, well, yeah. There, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Well, because the, the first mate or whatever, the which Help. is kind of funny because she was kind of his first mate. But it was, <laughs> was, was it really his first mate? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. They mated. They, well, <laughs> yes. Yes, they were. Until ongoing. she mated with someone they else. They were entangled. Yeah. yeah, until she had sex with the blue Rob Lowe. The, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he squirted some kind of hormone stuff out of his head. Yeah. Uh, but no, when she, because she went to the planet and like fixed that little girl's yeah. cut on her head or whatever. And because of that, a whole religion sprung up around yeah, her. Yeah, because the and, first time she went there, they're like a Stone Age culture. Yeah. Well, it was like. Bronze, bronze. Age. Yeah. It was a very early on. Bronze, yeah. yeah, they were wearing clothes and, and yeah. using tools and yeah. It was an agrarian society. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But then she does that and then disappears, and so all these fables go up, and the religion starts around her. And so when the planet comes back around, there's this 
Like it's like it's them, it's, it's a regular days. religion. Yeah. Well, it was eleven days for the eleven days for the crew of the Orville, but for the people on the planet, it was four hundred years, yeah, years. Seven hundred years. years. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was seven hundred like years. And so this religion had sprung up around her, and she tries to fix it, and it just made things worse. And they come around mm. again. And, yeah, it was interesting. Well, and they to prove. Well, do we want to ruin it? One. Oh, uh, yeah. Do. Spoiler well, alert! We're we're giving a little bit okay. of spoilers, but we won't throw away the end to to prove whether or not the yeah at that age at the second age to prove whether or not uh, the goddess whatever her name was Kelly uh, yeah Kelly Kelly yeah. whether Kelly had favor on you they would cut you mm-hmm. and if your cut spontaneously healed then Kelly had favor on you. otherwise you would bleed out otherwise and die. you would bleed out and die yeah. So it was, it was kind of their version of of the witch trials mm-hmm. yeah of drowning a witch yeah. If she's, but, well, but theirs was kind of back, well, the whole witch thing was kind of backward, right? Because if she drowns, then she's not a witch. Yay. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> if she, if she doesn't drown, then she is a witch and burn her. And burn her at the <laughs> yeah. stake. Yeah. So she's going to die either way. It's just, yeah. will, will her it name really be tainted forever? Or, right. But yeah, that was, that was interesting. What, uh, what have you done over the last week, Mr. Dragon? Oh, Christmas shopping and work and and home renovations and things. Um, it was it was a little more than a week ago, but one of the interesting things I've done lately is, um, I was invited to a, a first year computer science high school computer science class to talk about the industry, talk about my experience as a software engineer, oh, wow. um, and things like that. Uh, and that was, that was a lot of fun. My God, the setup they have at, at least at Skyline High School here. Um, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I wish I had had something like that when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, they have. Well, they have shit, when we were growing up, computers setup. were just really coming about. Yeah. I mean, they were just barely, yeah, they were nascent. We thought we were um, cool shit when we had the old Macs. Yeah. That was the just the tower with the floppy drive in the yeah. front of it. And, yeah. and now they have brand new Macs with like 32, two dual 32-inch monitors for each kid. Oh, wow. It's I want like, that. It's incredible. Uh, but the kids had submitted a bunch of questions ahead of time uh, for me to answer when I was there. Mm. <laughs> there were some fun questions there. there <laughs> well, so like one asked about women in the industry and whether it's accepting of women and uh, having daughters that that was kind of meaningful to me. Um, cause I, I don't, I, I've never worked like big, you know, like Google, Facebook, like the big industries. Mm. So I don't know what the, the environment is like there, but I've never seen any, anything in any software job I've had where, where women have been, discouraged mm. from applying we just don't get a lot of applicants mm. um so yeah you know, i, I kind of want to push push that a little bit um one kid asked could could you install a virus on a laptop that would make the laptop blow up <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like mm. uh yeah you you might want to maybe keep, not blow up keep, but... keep an eye on this kid uh, <laughs> well if you install a fuse and some gunpowder in there and well yeah well but i mean i you know think about yeah. think, think about the the samsung phones i mean they they yeah practically blow up so i mean the batteries certainly have enough power in them to to cause some damage but 
Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any specific answers for him. <laughs> I don't think the teacher would have. Yeah, actually, I've written that, that before. Here's the code. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, well, that's, like, un, that's unethical coding. I mean, you know, the reality is if that's possible, somebody's put it out on the internet. So if it is possible, it's been published somewhere. Um, pretty much everyone wanted to know what's the best language to learn out of the over 100 software languages. English. Um, <laughs> We're in America, Grant. Did you recommend what? Java, basically? No, no. Actually, what I told them was, and in my opinion, uh, while I understand why they were asking that question, it's the wrong question to ask. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't be asking what language you should be learning. You should be asking yourself, what what am I passionate about in the software engineering field? Mm-hmm. Whether is it is it gaming, mobile development, is it artificial intelligence? Uh, robotics and drones, you know, what, what gets you excited? And then what languages is, is that aspect of, of the industry using? Hmm. Uh, because Java or C sharp, they're good languages to learn. You'll pretty much be guaranteed a job. But if you want to go into, uh, robotics, probably Java isn't going to help you as much as, as learning assembly. Or learning C or some of the lower Or even just languages. scripting language or something like Python. Python or something like that. Yeah. So really it's you don't want to tie yourself down too early with one language. Uh, cause you'll limit your job prospects. Find out what you're passionate about and then find out what technologies they're using. Yeah. So that that was kind of my answer. Yeah, I think that's a great point. and then the other point would be, you know, once you learn one computing language, they're they're all fairly similar, so it's easy to, to learn yeah. other languages. Yeah, it, and and it is to a certain extent, but there there is a and this is one thing I kind of pointed out at the time too is that if you don't know what that passion is, stay as low level as you can, because it's so. I mean, you know, languages have different levels. There are high level languages like C sharp and Java. There are mid level languages like C plus plus C. Uh, Objective C, things like that. There are, mm. and then all the way down to the lowest level, which is assembly language. Mm. It's a whole lot easier to go up than it is to go down. Mm. A Java developer or a C sharp developer would have a whole, a much harder time learning C and some of the intricacies of it than it would be for a C person to learn C sharp. Yeah. And same thing with, you know, going from C sharp down to assembly. Or uh, it's, I kind of equate it to it's easier for a stick shift driver to jump in an automatic, a lot easier than an automatic driver can jump in a stick shift mm. and just, you know, just start driving. So mm. not that it's impossible, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. So if you're not sure what you want to do, stay low, stay at the assembly language, stay at the C++ until you find the the technology you need to know and then and then work your way up from there. Mm-hmm. So no, that's it. Those that's, are all fantastic points. So it was it was a good time though. It was it was fun. Yeah. Well, that that sounds so, fun. I I would have liked hearing you give your little presentation. How did you get lined up with that gig? Uh, a friend of a friend. Uh, the teacher of the class is a drinking buddy at at uh, Piper <laughs> Down of of my buddy Tim. Oh, and nice. They were talking, and the teacher was like, yeah, I, I This is Tim it. of Tim and Kelly? Yeah, Tim oh, and nice. Kelly. Yeah. yeah, I like Tim. That's um, a good TV show. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a rave, rave reviews. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, and uh, they were they were talking once, and the the teacher said, uh, Scott, I think his name is, um, said, yeah, we tried to get different people in from different software engineering industries, and Tim's like, well, you know, I've got my buddy Grant, who's a software engineer. So, yeah, just kind of went from there. Woohoo! So, and, you know, if, if he thought I did a good job, he, you know, he said he might, uh, might have me back in future classes, which would be fun. Very cool, so, man. Laying down some knowledge for the younger generation. Yeah. That's awesome. To. You're going to be Professor Grant here soon. I don't know. I, I feel, <laughs> I feel kind of substandard because, I mean, I've, I've been doing this like 25 years, but it's not like, you know, I've, I've created, you know, I, I haven't like created Facebook or like revolution self-driving cars or put rovers on Mars or shit like that. You know, I mean, I, I do kind of business automation and, you know, web-based business applications and things like that. It's kind of mundane stuff compared to what a lot of software engineers do sometimes. So Oh yeah. Well, but, but I mean how many how many Googles or Facebooks are there, right? There's, well that's true. Yeah. I mean the, there there are millions of people who work in the industry who who help support those businesses, yeah. who help get them to where they are now and keep them running, keep the lights on, keep keep making that product better and better and better all the time. But they're not the ones who had the initial idea who well and even the people who had the initial idea they didn't do all of that by themselves i yeah. mean they had a whole supporting cast of other developers oh, sure, and sure. people yeah. that they worked with so and i think yeah. you just made your phone send a text did i when you said and google when you said google your phone opened up it started <laughs> and started doing something like it looked like it started typing whatever you were saying oh yeah and i don't know what it did with it but that was kind of it probably did a little search or something <laughs> yep it did yeah it's <laughs> google google our facebooks are there and it said here you go and it gave me a link to facebook so <laughs> awesome thanks google there you go <laughs> appreciate uh... you Voice recognition is just not quite there yet. <laughs> uh, I think since the last time we recorded, did we have the did we have the dinner mystery thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I haven't. Oh, oh, since you last recorded, I I don't. My remember days you. all run together. I, I don't know. know. Well, I mean, you had a week off or something like that. Well, more than remember. a week, yeah, because yeah. we were recording on Tuesday, but then Ryan's yep. fucking schedule shifted again. Sorry. And so, sorry, we had to move. Res respect our military. <laughs> we had to move recording days again, which I should also note to let, or I should also make sure that everybody else knows that our release day will be changing as well. I'm sorry. So, so because we're recording on Friday, that's a much tighter window to get the show out by Monday. So that'll probably shift to, I'm guessing Wednesday. Yeah, but you don't got to worry about going to work tomorrow now. No, you. Yeah, sure, but. I do have to uh, complete my presentation for the talk that yeah. I'm delivering on Sunday. So, oh yeah, that'll be that'll be the majority of the time that I spend tomorrow because I haven't actually written much of it at all. Well, I haven't written like basically <laughs> any? any of it at all yet. Um, still just doing some, still just doing some research and that kind of stuff. And I don't like to write something way ahead of when I'm going to be talking about it because I want to. Make it relevant. I like to incorporate as much recent stuff as possible. So make it topical. Yeah. Make it topical. And in the past, when I've prepared something well ahead of time, I, I get it done and I set it off to the side and I kind of forget about it. And then when it comes time to actually deliver it or do the talk or presentation or whatever, 
then I'm looking at it with like new eyes. Yeah. New mm-hmm. eyes or, you know, li- very little memory of what I was thinking of when I put it together and, you know, the points that I wanted to address and mm-hmm. stuff. And so sometimes I'll get lost. But if I do it like the day before or the day of, then it's fresh in memory. It's right there. Yeah. A little easier to yeah. get through it. I, I don't, I don't remember your talking about the murder mystery party. Yeah, I don't think I did. Episodes, so it, so. Might, it must have been in between. I don't know. It might but we have been had in between. Grant and I attended a murder mystery party at a at some mutual at the home of some mutual friends with a bunch of other mutual friends, and that was a lot of fun. Or fifteen, sixteen of us. Grant got to time. kill Tracy. <laughs> I got to kill Tracy, <laughs> <laughs> and I say got to because I was a little jealous that I didn't get to kill Tracy. <laughs> well, everybody was mad at Tracy. I mean, the, the whole story revolved around everybody being mad at Tracy. Yeah, everybody, everybody hated her. For Everyone one had a reason to hate her for yeah. one reason or another. So she's her a dying, horrible bitch. <laughs> yeah, her dying came as no surprise whatsoever. <laughs> Me being the killer came as a surprise. Yes. Yeah, no, I, well, no, Matt. One, I think Matt. Matt Weibel guessed, guessed that yeah. one, yeah. I think he was the only one who fingered you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got fingered. As the- I got <laughs> fingered by Matt. Uh, I got fingered. Matt Weibel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a whole lot of fun. Um, we did first, our white elephant. Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, we did have a white elephant thing. The I still want the fucking. <laughs> I okay, want so, the. Okay, so here, here it is. I want the knapsack. You want the knapsack. <laughs> so here it is. So, so my white elephant gift uh, that that I brought was um, I, I have this box. It's a parody box. It's a joke box called a for a product called a knapsack, and it's it's a sack you just put over your head to take a nap, <laughs> like a dirt in. nap. No, no, you're just sitting on a bench. Okay, you put a sack over your head, and you can take a nap in privacy. So it's oh, dark. Okay. It's more quiet. It has a fan. It's got a fan in it. For well, I, just, I just figured usually when someone puts a bag over their head, they're taking a dirt nap. <laughs> no, no, it's it's a cloth bag. <laughs> okay, to give you privacy and darkness while you sleep. It's got a fan. It hooks into your smartphone, <laughs> so you can control the bag from your smartphone. <laughs> it's it just this parody box where they put uh, so much detail into the pictures and and everything. Uh, but the product doesn't exist. I, oh. I brought something else. <laughs> but Matt, Matt opened this, uh. and everyone was like going, you know, crazy right. over the knapsack. I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just let it go. <laughs> but finally, I'm like, Matt, you need to open it. <laughs> and so he he finally opens it and pulls it out. And what what was really in there was a calendar. It was a dragon sex calendar, <laughs> where where each month it shows a pair of dra- a pair of dragons in various sexual positions, like the Dragon Kama Sutra. Yes, the Dragon Kama Sutra. So that that got kind of that ended up being passed around and came back stickier than oh, okay. it started. I think. But, chicken wings. But Dan, Dan still wants them. I did. I like <laughs> as soon as he opened it, and I saw a knapsack, and I started reading the box. I'm like, I'm fucking stealing that gift, man. <laughs> well, fuck That's it. gonna be mine. I shouldn't have said anything. I, told, I should have like, let it be. Tracy was sitting around. next to me, and I elbowed her. I'm like, we need to team up and get that fucking knapsack because I will <laughs> use the shit out of that thing. <laughs> well, now you just gotta make one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like a pillowcase on your head. That's yeah. pretty much all it is. <laughs> With a fan. 
Well, with a fan. Yeah. That, that you can, I mean, you're, you're programmers. Yeah, it build was a program that can Bluetooth to a to a fan to control the fan speed while you're in there and have a little light that turns on and off. <laughs> after so it was much a fucking time idea. Up. Like it had, it's just yeah, it's just like a cloth sec- like in movies when somebody is kidnapped and they throw like yeah. a cloth bag over their head before they toss them <laughs> in the back of a van or whatever. That's what this looked like on the on the box, and I thought that's fucking perfect. Like when you're on an airline flight. If I'm sitting at my desk at work during a break, park bench, if I'm sitting in my office upstairs, like I can just, I can put the bag over my head so the lights go out and it's more quiet and it's got a little fan in there. That would be fucking awesome. I I I was really disappointed that that wasn't the real gift. I'm I'm sure there are pictures of this box online. So anyone who wants to just look up knapsack parody box or gift box. Yeah. Well, then when you you invent this, you got to come up with ones with different faces on the front of the knapsack. Oh, like, like, oh, like happy pictures. Yeah. (laughs) What your your mood is right now. (laughs) I'm I'm angry. I'm angry. Don't bother me. That would be like, uh, Oh shit! What's a uh, Rorschach? Yeah, from, <laughs> yeah, like Rorschach from what? The uh, fuck? It's uh, the uh, the Not comic book movie, man, but um, I can't think of the yeah, name it's of the with movie. The cosmic guy. And yeah. yeah, there's people listening, yelling at their headphones or radio. Something Watchmen. Yes, yes. Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. It's it like Rorschach from the Watchmen. Something. Yeah, be able to control that with your phone the app on your phone and just change. Oh yeah, that'd be fucking amazing. Build it. You'd be millionaires. Huh? Build it. <laughs> I would buy all well, of them. We can go on the Shark Tank. People buy pet rocks, man. So <laughs> yeah, this yeah, would be great. People buy stupid yeah. shit. <laughs> this is Phil Ferguson of the cleverly titled The Phil Ferguson Show, and thank God you're listening to the Godless Revolution. Christopher Hitchens, how would you sum up the impact of the Ten Commandments? As an appeal to uh, give your allegiance to a totalitarian authority. It's a document of a very aggressive and cruel tribe and religion. And it shows obvious things like this code that are common to all human morality, and I would say innate, and that a religion gets its morality from humans and not the other way around. The Ten Commandments have underpinned Western law for centuries, indeed for millennia. What's wrong with that? Well, uh, what's wrong with it is it isn't true, of course. The fact is, anybody, Socrates, for example, Plato, uh, his, his recorder, anybody who is interested in virtue, justice, truth, the right thing to do, is going to examine what is at the heart of good human behavior. But let's look at what they don't do. They don't stop slavery, there's no mention of it, and they kept slaves. So, hello... What a perfect society they had because of their Ten Commandments. What did God forget? The Ten Commandments are the hysterical believings of a group of desert tribes. Those desert tribes have stored up more misery for mankind than any other group of people in the history of the planet, and they're doing it to this day. To say that that should underpin the way we live, to say it's a commandment, that gives all your game away. How dare you command? You bid us be commanded. I think life is much more exciting than that to do with finding out. It's not to do with being told by some awful patriarch. Stephen, we're not speaking. We're trying to I am sorry. I'm happy to. to. Because these damn commandments of yours, you say they've made life better. I say they've suppressed and tyrannized Ah. and bullied. Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Hey, everybody, we're the Utah Outcasts, and we want you to listen to our show. We're a rowdy bunch. 
super liberal atheists that reside in the state of Utah who bring you current events and featured content on a semi-weekly basis. Whether it's us poking fun at the religious right or ranting at the world in which we all reside, we want to borrow your ears for about an hour twice a week. Hey, and don't forget to tell them the best part about it. Oh, yeah. The show's free for all. It is indeed. So if you like free, we're available through iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Patreon, and even in full HD video via YouTube. Give us a listen. You won't be sorry. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. It's been a while, actually. Yeah. That uh, we did our our little thing, or Matt did our little thing with uh, the two skeptical chaps and Dr. Dan from the 2SC podcast to whom we pledge loyalty. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently says nuclear instead of nuclear. Nuclear. So Matt threw threw together that whole... Nuclear. Montage of of doc, Dr. Dan. And if he's a doctor, he should know how to speak right. <laughs> well, well, you would he's think. A, well, he's a different kind of doctor. I mean, I, He's got a doctor in there. Well. <laughs> so I mean, my, I'm, I'm guessing proctologists don't yeah. deal with nuclear True. things very often. But My ex-mother-in-law, whenever she would say something, like she would say aluminum or, yeah. you know, use use a word that isn't quite right. And I would tease her a little bit for it. She's like, well, I'm English and we're the ones who gave you your language. So (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) And I would be like, oh, well, that doesn't mean you can't fuck it up all the time because that's clearly what you're doing. But so Matt made that little montage of of Dan from 2SC, the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. And... And it sounded like, I mean, they didn't make a big deal about it. I mean, they laughed about it. Yeah. They, well, they, <laughs> well, it was kind of funny. They joked about it. So, so Matt put it all together, and then we just played it at, like, the opening of a show and never even mentioned it at all. <laughs> like, through, <laughs> through the whole show, we just never even mentioned it. Just put it out at the front and then never mentioned it and waited to see what they would say <laughs> or do. And it took a while, but they finally put something together as a response that I thought was was pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty lovely good. actually it was brilliant i'm a very vengeful person Spike. Oh, you, you people, are people do Dan. things that i don't like it's I, I don't let them go like for example <laughs> do you remember when the godless revolution they t- they made some eclipse of us mm-hmm. and made it sound silly they made it sound like we were yeah talking about rude I, things i know you've done your revenge <laughs> mm. please stand by the godless revolution will continue in a moment <laughs> I love the banjos. The banjos awesome. Yeah. It's divinely inspired. Yep. It's the word of God. Yeah, I even started seeing part of my spirit when I'm done recently and stuff. That's that's happening now, so <laughs> Judeo Christian values in America and Dirk Turn am I gonna get monster truck. <laughs> Two people listening are gonna love that. A Jew. We ain't we ain't <laughs> never horns. We, <laughs> we ain't never seen a never Jew seen around one, yeah. here. Yeah, Trump! Just Trump! There is nothing with a hole or round shape of any sort yeah. in my house that has not yeah. felt the fiery yeah. wrath of my penis. Yeah. Constantly poking and prodding. Oh. <laughs> like, what's something where I can make it really dumb with facts and not facts? 
Come on, man, Get over here. I'm going to keep going. If I'm digging a hole, if I'm digging a shit hole, me and eating some shit pie, I'm going to keep fucking going. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Dan, Matt's boss from the 2SC podcast, to whom we pledge loyalty. There still is a lesson in there. Oh. <laughs> I say more stupid stuff. Yes. <laughs> I masturbate. Continue doing that when you see me out. I'm not, I like what you're doing. I like no, you're doing. I call the shots. Mm-hmm. End of story. How am I going to stroke my meat now? Beat off while they're fucking singing the national yeah. anthem. And I was like, Decided I don't on. care, I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's very pointy. It's just like a cone with a point. Because oh. <laughs> the earth is flat. Topopopodopolis. Idiot. Topopopodopolis. So incompetent. <laughs> I mean, Chris- the whole thing is just so fucking bananas and awesome. Oh. I'm excited about it. I like it very much. <laughs> Let's wind it back. Dr. Dan, Matt's boss from the 2SC podcast, to whom we pledge loyalty. There still is a lesson in there. Oh. <laughs> Super much thanks very much to all of you. Happiness, yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I thought that was very well put together. I think so also. And I, I was I, I think Dr. Dan has way too much time on well, his hands. <laughs> when I first listened to it, I'm like, okay, what did they do? And and how are we gonna do our rebuttal to this? And I tried to grab it up on my phone and it didn't work. So I'm like, oh I go to my bedroom and get it get it up on my laptop real quick. And I was like, fuck. That's that's <laughs> that's funny. I how do we I'm surprised. How do we respond? <laughs> You're surprised. They're, they're British. They're not supposed to be funny. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're supposed to have dry humor. This is like outrageous humor. I thought it was yeah. very well done. I think the banjos give it oh, that yeah. just. The banjos were awesome. Perfect. But they had done little dueling touch. banjos. <laughs> and we, we keep saying, Oh. <laughs> all, all night now. <laughs> well, what's funny is they pulled that they pulled that clip of Matt doing that sound to make fun of him, and he was making fun of me for making <laughs> yeah. a similar sound earlier. Ooh, it's it's an inception. Yes, it was all very very well done. Uh, I think we'll we'll save a rebuttal, a formal rebuttal, for a future episode when Matt is here. But I thought that was very very well done. And I laughed a lot when I when I first heard it. That is from episode seventy one of the Two Skeptical Chaps or, or podcast. We might have to find the time to make another video again. I might have some ideas up in my head. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm not going to share them on the podcast though. <laughs> I yeah. I just I laughed a lot at that. I laugh every time I hear it. Just sitting here in the studio, I was. My face hurts from grinning a lot. And now that we gave everybody a laugh, we get to make them pissed off. Yeah, what are we going to make them pissed off about? I don't know. What are we covering first? <laughs> Sex abuse. 
sure. You want to talk about sex abuse in the LDS church? I do, it's happening Who everywhere. Who doesn't want to talk about yeah. that, really? There's, right? there's Salma Hayek. There's LDS. There's Roy Moore. <laughs> there's, uh, I mean, for Christ's sake. Well, we have, well, we, we could we could do this one first. Because it's fucking funny that is, again. That it's just funny, but fun. it's a very visual thing, too. Yeah, it is. It is, but. But <laughs> it's still just fucking amazing. It is that this yeah. guy is. I mean, he lo- he's that... got to be in his fifties, right? At least he's got to be in his fifties. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't mean he went to school. <laughs> and he does and, live and in Alabama. An, yeah. And he's an elected representative. Uh huh. Yeah. For uh-huh. what the house is it the is it a state I position can't remember. Or, or federal? Yeah, I don't I don't remember. But this is. This is a guy from Roy Moore's campaign. He, he was a campaign spokesperson um, who says that Muslims shouldn't be in U.S. Congress because they have to swear on the Bible. And, and this is Jake Tapper interviewing him on CNN. And it's just, it's amazing that this guy actually holds any kind of position. Yeah, any kind of anything really. Like, yeah. like he, he doesn't deserve any position with any kind of authority at all. Judge Moore has also said, uh, that he doesn't think, uh, a Muslim member of Congress should be allowed to be in Congress. Why? Uh, under what, but, under what provision? Because of the you have to swear on the Bible. You, when you, you, when you are before, I had to do it. I'm an elected official three terms. I had to swear on a Bible. You have to swear Bible. on the Bible yeah. to be an elected official in the, in the United States of America. He alleges that a Muslim cannot do that ethically, swearing on the Bible. You don't actually have to swear on a Christian Bible. You can swear on anything, really. I don't know if you knew that. You can swear on a Jewish Bible. Oh, no. I swear on, a, on the Bible. Can, I've done it three times. I'm sure Jay. you have. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. You don't have to swear on a Bible. You dumb fucking hick. That's, a, I mean, that's what he wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you knew that, you dumbass Alabama. Well, and then this guy uh, like starts cutting off. Oh, no. I, I know. I, I have three terms. I did it. I swear. Three on the Bible. Bible, I've done it three times. I'm sure Jay. you have. I'm sure you've picked a Bible, but the law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. That is not the law. And then you, there's you don't know that. <laughs> so, is, so this this pregnant pause. He's not pausing. Dan isn't pausing the video. The he guy, just had a the guy is just staring, mouth gaped into the camera, n- not knowing what the hell to say now. <laughs> Just it's, mouth it's again. What, about a ten second pause, and he gives and he gives this like weird, really shutter. slow blink, like, yeah. uh, what? Like it's like his brain is short circuiting <laughs> after Jake Tapper said that to him. How how long is that pause? We I, I'm see. curious now. Let's many... see. I'm gonna back it up a bit here. We'll go. We'll go back to forty two seconds into this video. I'm sure you've picked a Bible, but the law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. You you don't know that. So start at eight. All right, Ted Crockett. With I the don't morning. know. I, I know <laughs> that about eight seconds. It was about eight <laughs> seconds before <laughs> before Jake Tapper was about to just cut him loose. Well, and, and Jake Tapper tries to cut in to let him know, like you you don't know that you're unaware of this. And the guy. And then there's another big long pause. It's like, should I call nine one one? 
Are you having uh, a seizure? Trump did it when he when we <laughs> made him president? Because he's Christian and he picked it. That's what he wanted to. That's what he wanted to swear in on. Ted Crockett with the Moore campaign. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Just I couldn't I couldn't believe the look oh. on that guy's face. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe when that happened. I I showed it to Tracy last night. Uh, we were sitting down having dinner, and she asked me something and about Roy Moore, and I was watching Rachel Maddow, uh, uh, older episode because. I've been going into the office all this week for training, whatever. I had to go to the office three fucking times this week, man. Oh, Drive all the way to fucking Ogden through the soup in the morning. The first morning, I woke up a little bit late, but then I forgot my fucking badge. I didn't yeah, take in my laptop because they said we wouldn't need them. There was a horrific accident on the way. Like, all it, it this was on Tuesday, and it was like... I made a post about it on Facebook because I was sure that despite what the calendar said, it, w- it had to have been a Monday for everything that went wrong. Then I get to work. They told us that we were going to have laptops there for the training, that the training was sending laptops specifically for this because- Like all their stuff loaded on it. Yeah, because it was, it was, so the training was for uh, advanced debugging on production systems uh, for .NET programming. And- so they wanted to make sure that all of the tools and everything were loaded on whatever computers we were going to use. It's much easier to ship machines pre-configured for whatever mm-hmm. you want than to send us something ahead of time and waste more of our time with, okay, install this on your computer and this and this and this and set it up. So they were going to ship laptops out there for all of us to use and said, don't bother bringing your computers because we're going to have them there. So then I get to work. After all of the shit in the morning that happened, then I finally get to work and... The computers aren't there because apparently they tried to deliver them very early in the morning before anybody was at the shipping location where they have to send them because everything that comes into us because we're a federal agency that is disliked like, by many people. It has to be checked. Yeah, it's got to be checked. It's got to go to a central mm-hmm. shipping location and then from there it's sent out to the satellite places where all of the employees are. So nobody was there to accept the delivery really early in the morning. So then I had to sit out on a dock. And then once somebody came in, then they had to get bomb sniffing dogs out there to, to sniff, <laughs> to sniff the packages before they could send them to us. So yeah, so just, you know, all this just bullshit goes on. And then, uh, then we don't even have a machine. And so Ryan, how, how do you feel? What's your, what's your reaction to the pain and suffering Dan's endured at having, <laughs> at having to go into the office yeah. three whole days this week? I mean, I only have to drive three days. Three days. He had to, yeah. Get, he had to put on pants on and go into the office. I mean, I only shower. Fuck. <laughs> I only have to drive two hundred eighty miles round trip to work, mm-hmm. and then I live at work. And this last week, I had to live there for a whole week. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no booze, no. <laughs> You guys can't, you know, you don't, no, there's no booze there? No, you know, we, well, firefighters aren't allowed to drink on duty. <laughs> Just sheer boredom. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I watched all three seasons of Silicon Valley in two days. That's a good oh, show. Geez. It is. I hadn't watched it yet. I'm like, oh, Silicon Valley. I have it on my Amazon account. So I watched all three seasons. In- <laughs> and it's just, it's Silicon. Silicon Valley. Hey, <laughs> I bet there's some silicone in there someplace. You're giving Dr. Dan ammunition. <laughs> yeah, Sil- Silicon Valley hey, is very But I never good. claimed to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great show. But yeah, just all of that. I can't even remember what got me on this whole topic, but 
Yeah, I had to go into the office three times. What, what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't All right, well, the know. moment's passed. Someone, someone will have we to send us We were talking about message. the Roy Moore guy. Yeah. Oh, that I was talking to Tracy and telling, oh, that was, oh my God, we totally got sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you so, were showing Tracy the video from Rachel Maddow, right. which you had fallen behind on because you because had to go, had into, to the go office. into the office. Right, right, right. So we're having dinner. <laughs> Story number three. I, I asked Tracy, I'm like, you know, we're watching Rachel Maddow, which was a previous episode because yeah. I had to go into the office. So she's talking about Roy Moore. And I just mentioned to Tracy, I'm like, oh, did you see that video that I posted of Roy Moore's spokesperson being interviewed by Jake Tapper? And she's like, no, what, what are you talking about? So I'm like, oh, my God, you have to watch this. And I set it up and and cast it to the TV in the in the kitchen where, where we're having dinner. And she just stops, you know, when, when there's that long pause and... There's no sound at all, and it's just this guy with his mouth open and this really slow blink, and she's just like, ha, 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 started laughing her ass off. She's like, what the fuck? He just sat <laughs> yeah. there, and then this really long slow blink, like, it looked like his brain was melting. She expected it to come out of his ears at any moment because he just, just he completely froze yeah. for a really long fucking time. Yeah, so I think I'm, I'm going to do a re-edit of that video tonight to make it more comedic. Yeah. So they'll see that before they see the show, so then they'll know what it's about when they see the show. But now that I've said it on the show, I have to do it in real life. You do. <laughs> You've committed yourself. Yeah. Unless you're like me and you say, maybe I'll do this, but you said you're going to do, do it. it. You're going to do it now. Okay. Well, we'll have that to look forward to. It shouldn't take long because I my ideas, I think, it will be funny. <laughs> and, and Grant helped make the idea funnier. Yeah? Yeah. I did? Oh. Yeah, remember, you gave me advice on it. Oh, okay. Hey, everybody, it's X from the Utah Outcasts podcast and YouTube channel. And you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Why don't you accept this wonderful offer? <clears throat> Why wouldn't you like to meet Shakespeare, for example? I mean, I don't know if you really think that when you die, you can be corporeally reassembled and have conversations with authors from previous epochs. It's not necessary that you believe that in Christian theology, and I have to say it sounds like a complete fairy tale to me. The only reason I want to meet Shakespeare, or might even want to, is because I can meet him any time, because he is immortal in the works he's left behind. If you've read those, meeting the author would almost certainly be a disappointment. But when Socrates was sentenced to death for his philosophical investigations and for blasphemy, for challenging the gods of the city, and he accepted his death, he did say, well, if we are lucky, perhaps I'll be able to hold conversation with other great thinkers and philosophers and doubters too. In other words, that the discussion about what is good, what is beautiful, what is noble, what is pure and what is true could always go on. Why is that important? Why would I like to do that? Because that's the only conversation worth having. And whether it goes on or not after I die, I don't know. But I do know that it's the conversation I want to have while I'm still alive, which means that to me, the offer of certainty, the offer of complete security, the offer of an impermeable faith that can't give way, is an offer of something not worth having. I want to live my life taking the risk all the time that I don't know anything like enough yet, that I haven't understood enough, that I can't know enough, that I'm always hungrily operating 
on the, on the margins of, of a potentially great harvest of future knowledge and wisdom. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'd urge you to look at those of you who tell you, those people who tell you at your age that you're dead till you believe as they do. What a terrible thing to be telling to children. And that you can only live. And that you can only live by accepting an absolute authority. Don't think of that as a gift. Think of it as a, think of it as a poison chalice. Push it aside, however tempting it is. Take the risk of thinking for yourself. Much more happiness, truth, beauty, and wisdom will come to you that way. Thank you. The next rant will start right after this. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode, we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two, as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. With a bit more news on the Roy Moore, he still hasn't fucking conceded. <laughs> fucking, he's waiting for God. Uh, yeah, he hasn't conceded his Waiting for his God, to, God to cast his vote. Yeah, but if God's real, what if God already fucking decided Roy Moore's a dipshit and shouldn't be in office? <laughs> well, and how would he, God even get by the uh, Alabama ID requirements? I mean, d- does God have a valid uh, Alabama ID? I don't know. Well, if he's I mean, everywhere, he's got a valid ID for every place. Why? Well, he could have voted in every county. Yeah, he could have, I guess. Yeah, but that would be illegal. Yeah, but he's everywhere. He just jumps up someone's anus and goes and votes for him. <laughs> he jumps up their anus and then drives them to the polling station? What better way is there for God to enter your body? <laughs> there are other orifices. But, yeah, but, but the I mean, asshole given, is Ryan's favorite. That, you go for the asshole first. <laughs> you see, if, if he goes, if he what goes, what better way? I mean, uh, really, if you're gonna go in some in someone's body, yeah. what better way to get there than through their asshole? <laughs> I mean, he's a holy spirit. He takes the the holiest of holes. <laughs> wouldn't Wouldn't you go for something closer to the brain? Yeah, but if you go through the mouth or nose, I mean, that could cause them to suffocate. They can't breathe then. You got a holy spirit fucking you up in there. You know, you can't go through the ear because you got a little block in there called your eardrum. Well, I just thought, like, you don't, like, in the like urethra is just too tight. <laughs> the the asshole, your or your asshole is the one thing, it's the one orifice on your body that, like, you, whenever you refer to it, you say my asshole, right? Like, yeah. you don't say my mouth hole. No. Or my eye hole or yeah. my ear hole. You say your ears or your eyes or your yeah. mouth. 
but your asshole, you say, this is my asshole. Yeah, that's an, an independent part from your ass. Right. Yeah, There's your ass, your ass and right. your, your asshole. asshole. Right. There are two different so body it's, parts. So it's the best hole from enter through. And I bet you've always wondered, <laughs> you've probably always wondered what a fart is, because he's got to get back out somehow. <laughs> so so every time every time you hear a fart an angel's getting his wings is that oh no every time you hear a fart god's exiting god's exiting i thought farts were just the the ghosts of whatever i had eaten leaving my body <laughs> yeah or i've heard that a fart is nothing the, more the than s- a shit honking for the right away oh. the, the spirit of my lunchtime tamales right yeah. right i thought that's what it was was just that that ghost departing my body well, you know how we always call God a shitty person. Well, there's a reason why. <laughs> but getting wow. back to a different kind of asshole. Getting back to another shit. Oh, I derail again. Another piece of shit. Yeah, Roy Moore still has not conceded no. that he lost the election to Doug it Jones. His fucking reason why is horrible. Well, yeah. Not just the God part of it, but the other aspects. Well, so we'll play this clip of a video that Roy Moore released. But before we do that, I read a... I read an article from somebody who was who was previously an evangelical Christian who pointed out a lot of the uh, language that Roy Moore uses in his video, that he's waiting for God to appoint him or God's appointment yeah. and anointing or whatever. And Roy Moore is just so far fucking deluded that he really, really, really believes that he was selected by God yeah. to be not only a candidate, but to be the, the senator one. from Alabama. Kind of like Trump was. And that there is no way that he could lose the election because he's God's chosen candidate. Yeah. God picked him to be this candidate. He won't concede the election because he's still just waiting for God to set things right. Yeah. Because on his meth-fueled night with 12-year-old hookers, he had a message from God. <laughs> well, he's, I mean, he's, he's just waiting. He, I mean, to Roy Moore's brain, everything that has occurred so far is God yeah. just waiting for the appropriate moment to set things right and put Roy Moore in that Senate seat. So of all the states in the U.S., I mean, forget about the rest of the world, just the U.S., the one state God is more concerned about than any other state is Alabama. Yes. Well, maybe not even that he's more concerned or only concerned about Alabama, but that he's specifically concerned about Alabama. That he specifically wants Roy Moore in that position. Everyone in Because Alabama Roy Moore God. is God's guy. He's the one there to set mm. everything right. He's the one who's going to go to the Senate and shake things up. He's going to get rid of them homos being able to marry mm-hmm. people. He's going to do away with the whole notion of those trans people saying that they're men and then being women or claiming one or the other that Roy Moore is going to be the guy who kicks off the whole revolution to set all of that shit yeah. straight. So and, God apparently doesn't understand how the Congress works. No. <laughs> and God, one senator can't do that. No. Well, Roy Moore's an awfully yeah. powerful guy. He's very, very convincing. And when he sets his mind to something, he'll either get it done or get the or get kicked off of his fucking position as a judge. You mean like being elected <laughs> as senator? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but that's just how fucking deluded he is. That's how far steeped and deluded in his religion he's become that he really, really, really believes this shit. That mm-hmm. he really thinks God is just waiting for the perfect time to put Roy Moore in that position. Yeah. That he's waiting for 
the votes to come in from overseas and people Which, who were deployed in the military that, you know, all of the, all of the provisional ballots that everything has to be counted down. And that when that happens, either he'll be declared the winner or it'll be close enough for a recount and then he'll be declared winner. There's going to be a lawsuit. He won't give up. This is, we're, yeah. We're just in the yeah. early stages of this. Him him well, refusing to concede is the er, is the starting point here. Well, he's dude, not gonna, he's he's not going to get that 1/2% to have a mandatory recount. Dude. I I, I no, don't think not. it's, it's not going to no. happen. Yeah. So if he wants a recount, he's got to pay for it on his own and I guarantee he'll have enough fucking no, supporters there. But, but, but he can't. There's, there's not even that. He can't do that. No. Well, that's there's what, no provision in Alabama law for him to even pay for a recount. Uh, no, that's uh, well, on the night of the election, CNN was in like the commissioner wrong. They oh, the guy wrong. was the commissioner was wrong when he well, said everyone more can pay for a no. Yeah, yeah he it was, was wrong. Yeah, he okay. was absolutely wrong. There's okay. nothing in Alabama. Law. I can't remember the guy's name or what I his position what it was. was, but whoever they were speaking with was wrong. Okay, because he that the the person that CNN or whatever news outlet was speaking to said that you know if there's if it's within 0.5 percent, there's automatic. an automatic recount. Yeah, then he said Roy Moore can. But pay. if you want to do it outside of that, then yeah. the campaign can pay for it, and that's not correct. That is okay. for. A federal that's election. Federal. Oh, okay. Not not a state. No, that, not a no, state that's election. for state election. This is a. Federal. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I had it's the, the other way sorry. around. It's oh, okay. for a state election, not for federal. Yeah, not for yeah. a federal position. That okay. is for state elections only, not for an election for a federal position. Yeah, yeah. And if and if I remember, well, he also said, hopefully, he was correct on this one, that by Tuesday they'll have all those uh, absentee ballots from military personnel counted, counted and certified. So they'll have them all. Everything, all, every vote will be certified by Tuesday. Which is a one week time frame from the election, so that's when they'll find out if he can, if he reaches that point, point uh, five percent. So, so, do you see him filing lawsuits? I do. I don't. He's I not going like to give up on this. Going he won't. all the way up to SCOTUS. Yeah, I mean, he will not give up on this. I mean, there there will be. He's. I'm. I'm sure. I am positive that this is the beginning of Roy Moore being a giant fucking dick about this. He's not going to go away. And he even, even honestly Republicans thinks, are telling him to shut up and yeah. go away. Yeah, but he is fuck. His religion has so deluded him that he honestly believes God picked him for this position and will not disappoint. It's not even a question of God disappointing him. It's it's God is. I mean, it's as far as Roy Moore is concerned, it's still going to happen. He's going to be the 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 newest senator from Alabama. It's, it's just it's a not, matter of it's when. Not God disappointing him. It's he doesn't want to disappoint God. Not even that by it's, giving up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. But I he. It, it's. But to him, there's there's no to him. God hasn't spoken up. yet because it's not done. Because in Roy Moore's mind, he is the senator. Yeah. He's God picked him for he that. Is the chosen God one. is always right. God is all powerful. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when and how. Yeah. But he's come down off the mount with the tablets. Yeah. 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 It's it's lunacy, man. It's it's just it's bananas. Yeah. <laughs> but he recorded this video the day, the day after, after yeah the election, and it's. I, I wanted to I wanted to punch him the first thirty seconds into it. Oh yeah, I almost I'm like I can't fucking listen to this. But yeah, it's really fucking creepy and proves what a giant fucking asshole. Well, he is. Roy Moore is inherently creepy. Well, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, good evening. Tomorrow, my wife and I will celebrate our thirty second wedding anniversary. I want to thank her and all my family for standing with me through this long and arduous campaign. And of course, I want to thank all of you who have stood with me in this very important battle for the future of our country. We are indeed in a struggle to preserve our republic, our civilization, and our religion, and to set free a suffering humanity. 
and the battle rages on. In this race, we have not received the final count to include military and provisional ballots. This has been a very close race, and we are awaiting certification by the Secretary of State. This particular race was watched not only by the people of this state, but by the entire nation and many around the world. Why? Because I believe the heart and soul of our country is at stake. Like most Americans, I'm concerned about the future of our country. And the reasons why he why he's concerned reveal what a giant fucking slimy prick this guy yeah. is. Both financially and morally. After the election of Donald Trump a little over a year ago, I saw a window of hope and an opportunity that we could return to our founding principles and the Constitution of the United States. So are the founding principles that you should grab women by the pussy? Just kiss them yeah. whenever you want. Do it if you're a star. They'll let you do whatever you want. I think our is found- that the small window of hope that Roy Moore was looking for? Have you not read the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> I think you mean the Bible. The yeah. Bible. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure our founding principles were thou shalt be a cunt. <laughs> yeah, it would seem so with Roy Moore and Donald Trump. Anyway. Yeah. Well, the founding principles of the, of the U.S. were that all men were created equal. Right, right. Yeah, not women. Yeah. yeah. Which has governed us for over 200 years. Our forefathers recognized in the Declaration of Independence that all men and women. You'll notice no. that that pause. Like when I first watched this, yeah. I noticed that that all men and, and women, women. <laughs> are created equal. Except the founding fathers never said that. But yeah, you know, we'll set that aside. Yeah, Independence that all men and women are created equal, and endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty. And the pursuit of happiness. Unless you're gay. Yeah, unless unless you happen to want something that I, as a Republican conservative, Christ, re, Christian Republican yeah. conservative, don't you, want you yeah. to do. I don't want anything icky. Yeah. God says that you shouldn't do that, and so I'm not going to allow you to do that. That American dream has today been tainted by corrupt politics and a government which has become out of control and out of touch with the people. Uh, well, it's getting well, out of touch. Or yeah, well, the more out of touch as far as Roy Moore and Donald Trump are concerned, yeah. the better. They're they're the creepy Uncle Touchy who wants to grab you by the pussy. The more out of touch they are, the better off the rest, the rest of the country is. Many do not share the vision of those who built this country. Today we no longer recognize the universal truth that God is the author of our life and liberty. Abortion, uh, sodomy, and materialism have taken the place of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> When's the last How time one of you so, guys got an abortion? <laughs> are you are you appreciating all of these liberties that you've been, that you've been granted? Is it isn't sodomy the definition of the pursuit of happiness? I mean, <laughs> yeah, for 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 some people. Well, I mean, if you if you look up the. The definition of the word sodomy, it includes basically everything besides missionary position sex yeah, yeah. Of, of penis and vagina. I mean, it's yeah. it's everything from different sexual positions to oral sex to anal sex. It's basically everything except missionary-style position between a man and woman in the act of procreation. Yeah. That's what sodomy is. He's probably that sodomited. Sounds <laughs> kind of fucking boring. But. <laughs> In the words of Abraham Lincoln, we have been the recipient of the choicest bounties of heaven. We've been preserved in many years in peace and prosperity. 
We have grown in numbers, wealth, and power. I'm sorry, I have to stop it again, and I'll back it up a little bit more, because it really fucking pisses me off that this asshole has the huevos to quote Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln. who was fairly liberal. And, and he says that was, after, after his- been gay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he says this after his previous guff, uh, faux pas of saying that- the United States was better back when slavery was yeah. okay. You know, before the, basically before, you can do away before with before what Lincoln did. Yeah, you can do away with everything past the tenth, the, amendment. The tenth amendment. Yeah, which yeah, the Thirteenth Amendment. You got women's women's rights. You got equal treatment. Equal under treat, the law. Yeah, yeah, you get a whole shitload of stuff in there. He's like, nah, we don't need those. Yeah, we don't need any of those. Allowing women to vote, allowing blacks to vote, ending slavery, all of those things. Those can all go away because the U.S. was much better. Before those were, which were I would thing. disagree. <laughs> Are you sure? You sounded like you you were hedging. Yeah, a I'm, bit. I would pretty much say that things weren't that great back then. <laughs> in peace and prosperity, we have grown in numbers, wealth, and power, as no other nation has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the great. Have we mm -hmm. forgotten God? No. He says he tries to remind us every day that this fucking mythical creature exists. The, what what percentage of the country believes in God? Yeah, the overwhelming majority of the country. Yeah. Well, what he means is we're not allowed his, to force our God. kids to learn about his Christian God in school anymore, yeah. which you never were allowed to do in the fucking first place. Yeah, but that's but even then, that's not forgetting God. That may be disregarding God's commandments or or God's teachings or God's will. But that's not forgetting God. That's just saying, eh, fuck you. It's, he doesn't belong here. <laughs> yeah, this is in God's house. Gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied, enriched, and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our own hearts that all of these blessings. The deceitfulness of our own hearts coming from a man who sexually molested how many different women? Was it nine? I think there were nine accusations. And is corroborated by more than 30 witnesses yeah. besides those individual women who have come forward with basically the same story about what yeah. Roy Moore does as a sexual predator well, for young women. One, his own wife was fucking 15 when yeah, he saw yeah. her at a dance recital. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how weird that she would fit perfectly the profile of, of every fucking yeah. accuser of every abuse story from from these other women well right? and the great thing was i think someone did the math i'm like well so yeah like she was like 15 or 16 or 17 when they got married he would have been 29 and the allegations of him messing around with these other chicks put him around 31 32 so that means he would have been cheating on her that whole oh. fucking time oh shit Oh, I hadn't i hadn't seen that i hadn't thought about that math myself but yeah that is absolutely true were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. We have stopped prayer in schools. No, it, we haven't. We never started it. That's not a fucking thing. We've said that you can't have the teachers leading all of the students in prayer. Yeah. We haven't stopped prayer in schools. Students pray in school all the fucking yeah. time. Even in public schools. Dumbass. We've murdered over 60 million of our unborn children. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to know, like, I don't know, it was when Rick Santorum was running for something. Maybe it was for president way, way back. And I I got a picture of a zygote and I posted it on Facebook and said, Rick Santorum thinks this is a human baby. Rick Santorum's a fucking moron. 
because it's it, it was it's as I so yeah everybody go and Google what a zygote is yeah and look at the picture and tell me that that's a human uh, yeah well you can even well, take a zygote of different animals different mammals and put it up against a zygote of a a human zygote they look, oh yeah they, yeah. they, they identify the, the human fucking yeah. same identify the human zygote in yeah. this in this picture and a, and a zygote I mean and they can split into two independent beings so there could so are you that, telling me that we not a that we may have murdered 120 million unborn well, children i'm yeah. saying that's not a quality <laughs> that human beings have and if 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 and this is what's always amazed me if if uh if a, a child an unborn you know baby a zygote whatever uh gets their soul at conception if they're human at conception and if they split then which one gets the soul? That's why you always which mm-hmm. which which of the identical twins does not have a soul? That's where yeah. you get the movie The Omen from. Uh, maybe that's it. well. They weren't twins though. I mean, he killed the other one in the womb. Oh, he did. I don't know. I'm making that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> fake, fake news. Well, and Richard Dawkins actually mentioned that during a talk. Oh, he, did he? He said, you know, one of one of the great ways that he loves to troll or tease religious people is to say, okay, well. So for a monozygotic, mono, monozygotic twins, which one got the soul? Yeah. yeah. Or do they have half souls? Is a soul yeah. split in half or <laughs> between that? I mean, how how does well, that work with the soul? And does, the other thing does, is, does God send down an emergency soul? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when you think about his what do you say, sixty million number? Uh-huh. They also consider contraception. Birth control, the morning after pill, all the swallowing. Be, yeah, all the beef. Well, <laughs> it might get there. He might think it happened. Falling in the on the falling on the sand. Probably masturbation. But, yeah, but he considers uh, all they most very devout Christians consider all of that forms of abortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've redefined marriage and destroyed the basis of family, which is the building block of our country. Our borders are not secure. Our birders? How, how our, many? How our many? Birders are not secure. How how many years ago did we redefine marriage? I mean, it's been what four, five, six years. Well, what it? I guess. Are you talking about National, the Supreme uh, Court decision? SCOTUS, or? Yeah, SCOTUS official once and for all. I don't even think that's been two years, has it? Did we redefine marriage or just open well, up the availability their, of no, marriage? No, I mean, by their their <laughs> yeah. definition. I'm using yeah. their definition. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I mean, so far I haven't seen us falling into a hellscape. I mean, our, our well, people— Well, we did get Trump. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess there's that. <laughs> Fuck. That ruins that theory. <laughs> Good call, Ryan. Yeah. Keeping us on this. Maybe we shouldn't have legalized gay marriage. And Full House came back on Netflix. Oh, God. Oh, God. For a second season, too. Yeah. Really? They're, yeah, they have a second season. A Fuller House has two seasons? Yeah. Wow. Apparently, one season wasn't enough. <laughs> Our borders are not secure. Borders? Our economy borders. is faltering. Oh, it brings me to another point. Motherfuckers, they keep saying that the – so they they have this – I don't know. It, it's it's some kind of psychotic break, some, some bit of psychosis where 
Donald Trump talks all the time about how wonderful the economy yeah. is doing under Donald Trump. The, the Dow is up really high. Yep. Businesses is booming. People are hiring. Unemployment rates are low. Everybody's got money. Everything's going great. The economy is booming. And then you've got this fucking guy and even Donald Trump and another Republican. And even Republican. Donald Trump like, himself. Yeah. It's tanking. Saying, Saying that the economy, we, we, we need, yeah, we need we to need pass this. Cuts. Yeah, we need to pass this tax regulation or this tax reform because our economy is in the tank. This, this will boost our economy yeah. and get us back on the right track. Well, which is it? Well, is have the you economy s- in the tank or is it doing really fucking well? And if it's doing really well, then we don't need this fucking tax reform now, do we? Yeah. Have you seen how many hotels Donald Trump has had to close because he can't get enough illegal immigrants to work in them? <laughs> I haven't seen. Oh, all right. I've seen a number of hotels. Rename themselves. Yeah, I've seen a number of hotels take Trump off of the name of the hotel because it's become a liability for well, them. Well, even his crown jewel, his uh, his casino in Atlanta, the uh, um, Taj, Taj Mahal, Mahal. Mm-hmm. had to close its doors. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was, what, a decade ago? I mean, that, well, that was, was last year. Was it only? It was well, just, he, he it was filed just, bankruptcy I mean, they, on it filed bankruptcy, but it finally closed and did the liquidation right before the election. Right. They did the liquidation, but I thought it had been closed for a while before. I'm not 100% when it actually closed. I know the liquidation right. and everything. I know it. he had sold his stake before. years ago. Because he, he, he knew sold, what was coming. Sold out on that long. I mean, that's how he makes his money. He gets into profit. something. He makes it seem like it's doing well. He fucking cashes Licenses out. His name is basically. Yeah. 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 And but, now, uh, now that everybody knows what a shitty human being he is, the Trump brand name is is, is tanking. Yeah. Wait. So, so since the Trump brand is tanking, our economy is tanking. Ah. So we need tax reform. Yes. <laughs> so he can the, have more money to make more hotels with his name on it. The metrics he uses for saying when he says the economy is doing great under him, the metrics he's using are the exact same metrics, the exact same way we calculate unemployment and yeah. the market and, and everything about the economy that we were using a year ago. When he was saying that the economy is doing shit under Obama. And, and you can't rely on the unemployment lying, numbers. The unemployment yeah. numbers aren't 4.6 or right. 4.5 under right. Obama. No, they're like 35% yeah. because they're lying to you about how they calculate. He's calculating the same goddamn thing. Yeah. yeah. And he forgets that we're on the same up, upward trend that it's been since Obama was in office and got us out of the recession. And he hasn't done anything that would have affected, affected that trend. No. So we're still under Obama's financial policies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Under an enormous national debt. And we have a huge drug problem. We've even begun to recognize the right of a man to claim to be a woman. There's just, it's like every three words out of his mouth. I'm like, this guy's so full of shit. And this, most of this is why I'm like, even if he didn't molest these, these women, this is why I would never fucking vote for this fucker. Yeah, yeah. Setting aside all of the allegations of he's, he's, inappropriate yeah. sexual behavior, he's still a shitty fucking person. Yeah. What do you want to bet he's wearing a lacy pink thong right now? <laughs> They're super comfortable. Have you never tried them? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I bet he's not even wearing pants. He's probably got a twelve-year-old underneath that desk. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just got another rug like the, the jacket he's wearing is what he's got for pants, too. As the right of a man to claim to be a woman and vice versa. We have allowed judges and justices to rule over our Constitution and we have become... 
That's what you were doing. That's why you were removed as a judge fucking twice, you jackass. Because you wouldn't follow the fucking constitution you or the were, rules of the fucking you highest court. You were not following the fucking law, and so you were removed as a judge, not once, but twice. twice because you're a fucking jackass. Slaves to their tyranny. Immorality sweeps over our land. Even our political process has been affected with baseless and false allegations, which have become more relevant than the true issues which affect our country. Yeah, never mind all of the allegations of sexual impropriety that it, the people are coming forward with talking about me. If it's a Democrat, I'm sure they oh, yeah. did it. Yeah. But Donald Trump didn't do it. I didn't do it because we're fine upstanding Christians, and so you should just always believe us. Fake which, news. Yeah. Which is why when I was at work the other day, someone's like, well, these women didn't come forward about Donald Trump until after he was elected. I'm like, um... Bullshit. No. No. <laughs> He's had sexual assault allegations against him for a fucking while. Yeah. The, people who say shit like that drive me up the fucking wall because they're just so fucking ignorant that they... that Well, this is the first time I've heard about it, so clearly nobody's ever yeah. talked about it before because I never heard about it before. Like, you know every bit of fucking news that is happening anywhere across the globe at any given time? You stupid fucking asshole. These, <laughs> this isn't the first fucking time that it's been reported that any of this has happened. And if you took a, mom a moment's fucking time to actually look into it instead of just saying, well, I didn't hear about it before, so clearly it's never happened before, you would know how fucking wrong you are. Well, it's so, and apparently, and, and apparently their philosophy is that the only time a crime ever actually uh, existed is if the uh, is if the perpetrator of that crime admits to it. Yeah. yeah. As long as the perpetrator doesn't admit to it, it then the happened. victim is lying. Yeah. I mean, what other crime? Well, if, other if the crime, victim is a woman, though. Well, if the victim is a I, woman, I, I, she's lying. If it's if it's a guy, we should probably take it more seriously. Maybe, but I mean, with sex assault, <laughs> no, I mean with sex assault, there are guys who have come forward and and accused others of of sex assault. You know, it's the I mean the the victims kind of span all genders. Yeah, the perpetrators are pretty much always men. Yeah, yeah. men suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We're terrible. But no, I mean, what other crime is there where where the victim is inherently lying unless the perpetrator admits to it? What other crime? I mean, if I punched Ryan in the face right now, well, I mean, you're here. You're a witness, but <laughs> not saying I would punch you in the face. <laughs> so Ryan's looking. <laughs> He's giving you some serious side eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> is that a comb? Yeah, it is. It's my mustache comb. <laughs> On a switchblade. Yeah. Ryan has a switchblade comb awesome. in his fucking pocket. Like, you never know. You've been carrying that around for how long now? A few weeks. <laughs> I've also got Just my... waiting for the opportune, the perfect opportunity <laughs> to pull it out. I do it all the time at work. Well, that's why I used to comb my mustache. Like when I put like, 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 like in that morning at breakfast, I'll usually sit down at the table with a cup of coffee. I'll look someone dead in the face and just go, and start combing my mustache, just looking at them. And he pulls it on me and I don't have enough hair to, I mean, yeah. The only hair on me that's long enough to comb would be like on my chest. <laughs> but no, I mean, if if I went up and punched somebody, I mean, would would the person I punched inherently be lying unless I admit to punching him? No, I mean, the only crime that that this applies to is sex assault. 
That's true. I hadn't actually thought about it, but I can't think. Well, it may not be true, but I can't think of anything else. I mean, if I say my house was robbed, mm. would I be instantly disbelieved? Would I be instantly investigated as, as you know, well, maybe he wasn't robbed. Maybe he just went out and sold all this shit on eBay. And 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 maybe the cops do look into it, but the the public opinion doesn't automatically disbelieve me. They, oh, right, yeah. There's, there's an for automatic you. belief that I'm telling the truth unless evidence presents itself that, that I'm, I'm trying to run an insurance scam. Mm. Yeah. But what other crime is there that, that, yeah, that's, that's what's been bothering me about all this. I really can't think of any others. And I've, I mean, I've, I've just been listening to you and trying to think. While you're filling time on on the air, of, of <laughs> any other any others crime that I can think where of the I victim is yeah. automatically disbelieved, I I can't think of anything. Ooh, um, those aren't my drugs, officer. But that's a different. That's <laughs> no. that's a di- but that's, that's a, a perpetrator. Yeah, that's denying. a denial of a claim. But what yeah. if they aren't your drugs? But you're being convicted of having drugs on you. But it's a different. Yeah, still a different I know. Thing. I just. <laughs> 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 yeah, still a different thing. Yeah, because I'm like, uh, oh, what's something funny? <laughs> <laughs> we still have, we still have a minute and twenty six, twenty seven oh, seconds of this. God, yeah, and we... he's been staring at me on this big flat panel <laughs> TV, with a little bit of a smirk <laughs> the whole time. <sighs> with this I mean, election, is that Benedict Arnold behind million him? Dollars from outside groups <laughs> who want oh, to retain here. power and their own corrupt ideology. No longer is this about Republican or Democrat control. It has truly been said there's not a dime's worth of difference between them. And that's a bunch of fucking bullshit, too. Are there any Democrats who have anywhere near the platform that Roy Moore has? Anything fucking close to what Roy Moore says he believes and espouses and wants to accomplish once he gets into the Senate. Name me a Democrat whose platform comes anywhere fucking within a million miles of Roy Moore's platform as a candidate. Um, And then tell me that there's really no difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. Well, that's that's fucking, fucking nonsense. That People who say that kind of shit are exactly the kind of people who don't know fuck all about politics they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and neither does roy moore yeah trying to draw an equivalence between democrats and republicans is is idiotic oh absolutely yeah i mean yeah there there's some there are some that are more uh commerce oriented more you know uh, you know economy oriented free market and and all that but no i mean it's fun it's black and white it's fundamentally different yeah it's about a Washington establishment which will not listen to the cries of its citizenry. And the battle rages on. Together we must stand against those who would take from us our country. In the words of the Holy Scriptures, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, taking to you the whole... So, Spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're fighting against the Roy Moores. And so the Donald Trumps. Yeah. It's, he, he mentioned at the beginning of that, it's, it's about a Washington establishment that doesn't listen to the cries of the American people. Of its citizens. Of its, of its citizenry. <laughs> the cries of the American people said, do not 
repeal Obamacare. Do not yep. pass this tax cut. Yep. Do not uh, do not take away net neutrality. Yep. An overwhelming. Do not, do not pass this this bit of uh, or this this uh, presidential decree that says the people from Muslim countries travel can't come to the yeah. United States. Right. Overwhelming majority of the American people do something would, about gun control. W- do universal background checks. Yeah. Would he vote in accordance with the cries of the American people? Come on. The cries of the American people are what swayed eventually for him to lose. Well, not just for him to lose, but to give us marriage equality for yeah. LGBTQ people to yeah. be able to marry who the person that A they love. A majority of the American people support marriage equality. Right. They're just not the majority of people that Roy Moore knows. They're, they're not the right kind of, air quotes, yeah. right kind of people. Right. They don't go yeah. to his church. They're not the real Americans. The real Americans. The yeah. God-fearing God-fearing church-going Americans. The Americans is who I'm talking yeah. about. It's in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. The sacrifices of brave men and women throughout our history cry out to us, the living, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work for which many of them gave the ultimate sacrifice. Let us here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from the earth. Thank you. Merry Christmas, and may God bless you. Kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah, you can fuck right off. That reminds me of the scene from fucking Christmas Vacation where where uh Grit Clark is standing in the office and there's the parade of guys walking past him to go into the conference room or whatever, and it's like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass, kiss his ass, kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> it there there's something so fundamentally frustrating and maddening about Nearly every fucking word that came out of his mouth. Yeah. And it it highlights, to me anyway, why we need to do our best to make sure that we maintain a very fucking strict separation between religion and government. Yeah. Because you can't have religious zealots like this fucking asshole in office who want to instill basically Christian Sharia law. Yeah. And and on the bottom there, it said paid by Judge Roy Moore. He's not a goddamn judge. He was no, thrown no. off. Yeah, he lost. He lost. He's his like sheriff. Sheriff air quotes Twice. Joe Arpaio, who isn't a fucking sheriff anymore. Well, either. yeah, there should be some kind of law that if if you retire from a position or you serve your term, whatever, then maybe you can still use that honorific for whatever length of time you know forever that you're you know former Judge Roy Moore, or President. Your former President Barack Obama or whoever, that you should still be enabled to use that honorific. But if you are specifically removed from that position because you were not completing the duties of that job. (laughs) You shouldn't be allowed to use that honorific. You shouldn't be able to use that honorific, right? Yeah. He should fucking lose access and privilege to that honorific title because he fucking spoiled that position. It's like somebody dishonorably discharged from the military. Yeah. You know, I mean, I yeah. I would lose you still rights. call them sergeant whoever if they were booted out of the military? No, I still wouldn't call them sergeant whatever when they got out of the military. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like if you if you request, I'm like if you retired and you request me to still call you sergeant, 
you're a fucking dickbag. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if they were if they were given the boot by the military and still wanted to say, well, I'm I'm Colonel So and So, no, you're Colonel Suck My Dick. Yeah, like and those are the only guys that I know that that keep that title after like retiring. Our high ranking officers are usually the only ones like, oh, ex General So and So, ex Colonel So and So. I would not be surprised though if the military has certain protocols for dishonorably discharged people of any rank, where they lose. They lose honor- access to that honor. They do certain yeah. honorifics or lose certain things. A lot of times when those guys get discharged, I've known a few people that have been dishonorably discharged. Just they're reduced in rank too. Yeah, their their rank is stripped E1. down to the lowest yeah. rank. So you you are All nothing. Right, yeah, yeah. So beside yeah, before they boot him out, they'll strip them of yeah, rank. Strip them of rank. Move so them down you, to an E one or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so they good. yeah. they should have. They should have uh, reduced him to a clerk before <laughs> well, kicking him out. Oh, those poor clerks who paid, do great, great work and put in here's, put in a lot of time and effort. Paid for by janitor Roy Moore. <laughs> so we had a guy that went AWOL once uh-huh. uh, and was literally sucking dick for coke on the streets. That's not a straw. No. Like well, he had coke, to get he had to get comes he, in cans and bottles and oh, no. fountains and co- <laughs> cocaine. Oh, okay, okay. And, yeah, I uh, think that's still probably the the wrong place to look for cocaine. <laughs> well, it is, but he had no money, uh, and he was he was AWOL from the military, so he couldn't use any credit cards, couldn't use anything. But you're still not going to find cocaine in the dick. Well, he had a he had a, the cocaine. The sucking of the dick led him to the cocaine. <laughs> Uh, he that was the reward just, at the end I'm, of the at the end of the the suck. <laughs> That's what's at the center of the tootsie pop. Um, <laughs> but one, a two, two three. Uh, apparently, he offered to suck the wrong guy's dick for cocaine. Uh huh. And when he went to go, the guy didn't have any cocaine. Well, no, the guy up. beat the shit out of him. Oh. And he ended up in the emergency room, and he sold his fucking military ID on him. So oh, the hospital contacted, the hospital contacted, contacted the base, shirt. contacted the first sergeant, and then they found him. He went to Leavenworth. He went, or not Leavenworth, he went to Wyoming, a prison, a military prison in Wyoming. Uh-huh. He still, he's like, he got back from it, and he, when he's being discharged, he's like, yeah, I got paid the whole last year. Oh, wow. He, yeah, you busted down to an E1, but you're still holding a military rank, so he still got the very basic military pay the whole fucking time he was in prison. I didn't realize that. Happened. Either did I. Huh. I mean, it wasn't a I mean, whole know, shitload I, because well, he was the yeah, lowest. E1s make shit. But. Yeah. But it's still like, yeah, you're still collecting like 900 bucks a month. Hmm. That was just sitting in an account because he can't use it in jail. So if you're, if you're sent out for manual labor, I mean, do you get TDY pay for that? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what your per diem is for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll have to look into that. I'm, I'm kind of curious about that now. I, I, I imagine if you're actually sentenced to a, a long sentence in there you're stuck but he was he was in jail awaiting discharge hmm. from the military so he was getting paid the whole time hmm. until he was discharged hmm. yeah that seems weird to me me too we're gonna take a little break because i gotta go to the bathroom oh you gotta go poop again <laughs> <laughs> no. okay it's, it's gonna be a long break <laughs> <laughs> it's number we'll, one right we'll, we'll sing oh. christmas carols to you <laughs> oh, holy butthole. <laughs> Just make sure Jesus don't slip out. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, this is Taylor Grin from GrinandBearInt.com, where we do news, analysis, and commentary. And you're listening to Godless Revolution. Um, I have a moral challenge on this point. Answer me this if you think that morality comes from the supernatural and we require celestial dictatorship permission for it. Name me a moral action committed by a believer or a moral statement or ethical statement uttered by one that could not be made or uttered by an unbeliever. I've asked this in a number of venues and forums now. I'm going to keep on asking it. I've not yet had an answer. If I was to ask anyone in this room, however, could they name a wicked action performed or a vile statement made by someone attributable only to their religious faith, there isn't a single person here who would have to hesitate for a second in discovering what that was and saying it. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Our friends over at the Satanic Temple are doing some more awesome stuff. They, I say more, but it's like everything they do is awesome stuff, right? They've got great events that they host, they try to advocate as much as possible for the separation of religion and government and floor and floor and for (laughs) pluralism. (laughs) They try to guarantee pluralism. You know, if you open a public forum for any type of religious expression, you should make sure that it's open for all types of religious expression. You you know, you can't hold up any one religion as being better than the others. If it's a public forum, then it should be a public forum. All religious views should be accepted. So, uh, the the satanic monument that was commissioned for Belle Plaine's Veterans Memorial Park never made it across state lines before the city reneged on an agreement allowing its display on public grounds. This comes to us from the Star Tribune. And the title of the story is Satanic Temple Demands $35,000 After Belle Plaine Cancels Public Space at Veterans Park. It was to be the first satanic monument erected on public property in the nation. Because, of course, Oklahoma had their Ten Monuments destroyed. Or their Ten Commandments. Not once, but twice, before the Satanic Temple could get Well, It was only only destroyed once, and it was removed once. No, it was destroyed twice. The same guy who ran it over the first time ran it over the second time in a different car. It was ran over with a car twice, both by the same guy, but in different cars. Which one was the one that was just removed at night, and it looked like the guy was sucking the other guy off? What? Don't you remember? <laughs> don't you remember that photo? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it was where they removed one of the Ten Commandments at night from a state capitol, and they had a, a work light shining on the guys removing it, and they took a snapshot of them removing it. But one guy was standing up while the other guy was bending over, and the shadow that was cast on the wall uh-huh. looked like he was giving the other guy oral. <laughs> no, no, it looked like he was, no, was it oral or he was getting fucked in the ass? It's one of those two. What, the, what is it with you Something fucked to do in the ass tonight? Or, I mean, yeah. it's, it's all. What's, Some hey, form of sodomy. It's the holiest <laughs> of holies. <laughs> so wait, do you remember this back from when you were, your temperature was elevated? I, mean, <laughs> um, I don't think it was a hallucination. Maybe that was Alabama that was, and removing it from it might, Miley Moore. Yeah, yeah it might have been that one. Courthouse. I don't, I don't just, remember that one. I, if I saw the picture, I, I'm sure I probably remember the. But yeah, in Oklahoma, it was the same guy ran over the Ten Commandments monument. Wasn't he from Both like times. Texas or something? Or I can't remember. He wasn't even from Oklahoma. Yeah, I can't remember where he was from. 
I I don't know. He he might have been an Oklahoma native. I, I don't know. But in either event, it was the same it guy the same both guy, times. Yeah. yeah, and he's a Christian. He's a Christian guy and who ran over Christian, the yeah. Ten Commandments. There's the monument. photo. It's fucked in the ass. Oh, fucked. Oh, because that's is that's, that the same for you as Oral? That's well. That's, it depends on how you look at the hole. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to put together how Ryan's mind works. But that but that photo was the one that was like published on the news in the newspaper and nobody caught the shadow. <laughs> framing anyone? Are we framing this? <laughs> Is nobody picking up on what's going on here? Yeah, it says yeah, that was Oklahoma. That was Oklahoma? Yep, Oklahoma capital. Always fucking under Oklahoma. the cover of darkness. Huh. That's why I thought one was removed in secret and one was... They were both run over and destroyed. So that, yeah, that must have been a different one. Maybe. They've done it multiple times. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, they were... (laughs) So the the Satanic Temple wanted to put Baphomet in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. because there was the Ten Commandments, the, the Decalogue out there, erected twice, run over twice. And because it was ran over the second time, that negated their efforts in trying to get Baphomet there. They're still looking at possibly, what is it, Arkansas with Jason Rapert? Yeah. And him wanting to put up a Ten Commandments monument, and the Satanic Temple is petitioned to have Baphomet moved there if they proceed do- with doing that. And in Belle Plaine, they had this uh, this monument with a, it's a silhouette of a soldier on one knee, with his rifle and bowing next to a, a crucifix yeah. or a cross. And because this was opened as a public forum, the Satanic Temple petitioned to have their own monument erected. They commissioned uh, uh, an artist to create the monument, which was to be the square or rectangle with yeah, the... Yeah, it was a square, with, with had the, the military helmet upside down on top yeah. of it and had the symbols all around the side of it. Right, which, right. And so they were going to put that in, and as soon as they got all their paperwork filed, had everything nailed down, Bell Plain canceled the open forum and removed the uh, the offending monument, if yeah. you will, that that had stood alone or by itself as the only monument in the area, and it clearly has a religious or a Christian religious bent to it. As soon as the te- as soon as the Satanic Temple got all of their ducks in a row to ins- to install their monument, Bell Plain said, "Oh well, now we're just going to do away with it, and nobody can have anything there." So the Satanic Temple is now suing Bell Plain for thirty five thousand dollars for the cost of the monument, yep. um, because they had commissioned it to be put in there because of this other thing, and now they're being denied. So they're suing Bell Plain to to try to recoup those losses. Uh, the story continues and says that the Satanic Temple had sought to install a memorial at a newly sanctioned free speech zone in the park as a counterpoint to a tribute depicting a soldier kneeling by a falling comrade's grave marked by a cross. The city approved the Satanic Temple's memorial, a black cube inscribed with inverted pentagrams and crowned by an upturned helmet, and agreed to help install it in the and and agreed to help install it this summer. It was to be the first Satanic monument erected on public property in the nation. With the city leaders responding to dueling religious protests called off the installation. The Satanic Temple's attorney, Martin Flax, argues that the city's decision violated his client's First Amendment rights and constitutes a breach of contract. 
The nonprofit entity seeks $35,000 in damages, the cost of commissioning the piece. I wonder, did, as far as I know, the Satanic Temple is still not a nonprofit entity. They, they haven't obtained I, their 501c3 I status. I thought when we talked to Lucian about it that last time they were filing for it, though. Yeah, well, I know that they were talking about it and thinking about it and trying to decide if they should and... I think they perhaps had had said that they were going to, but I don't think that's been finalized yet. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they have their official five hundred one c three status. But I could be wrong. But uh, that's my current understanding. Uh, but then they go on to talk to Lucian or Doug Mesner and has a quote from him that says, "We're going to have a very difficult time finding another use for this," said Temple co-founder and spokesperson Doug Mesner. He noted that artist Chris Andres made specific design accommodations to get the city's approval. Now it sits in storage. It's all at our loss. In a letter dated November 21, city attorney Rob Voss disputed any basis for a cash settlement. He argued that the city's permitting process is not contractual, and even so, the Satanic Temple had accepted the $100 refund of its permit application fee. Mesner said his organization declined to cash the check. Now it's seeking a Twin Cities-based attorney to pursue legal action. Small town saga over free speech began last January when someone complained about the installation of a two-foot steel war memorial <laughs> called Joe to honor fallen soldiers in Veterans Memorial Park. City leaders, fearing a lawsuit rooted in the constitutional separation of church and state, ordered the removal of the, cr- of the cross. Of course, that decision well, riled residents of the town. What were you going to say? Well, I say, uh, 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 how fucked up is it that they remove it knowing that there could be a lawsuit based on the separation of church and state and that they're going to fucking lose? Yeah. If they would have thought, well, we, we, we can win this case, they would have fucking kept it and fought it. Be like, no, we're not going to win, so why waste the money on it? Mm-hmm. We know it's in violation. Well, that, fl- that decision riled residents of the town located about 45 miles southwest of Minneapolis for nearly a month. Flag-toting protesters occupied the park, often staking their own homemade crosses into the ground almost overnight. Small wooden crosses popped up in business windows, on mailboxes, and in front lawns. To defuse the turmoil, the city council designated a small area in the park as a limited public forum open to 10 or fewer temporary memorials to veterans. By April, the cross was restored. So they remove it, knowing that they're going to be sued. Yeah. People complain, and so they put it back. But then the Satanic Temple steps in and says, okay, well, now we want ours. Yeah. And they say, okay, well, you can do that, approve the whole thing, and then right as it gets to the point where they're actually going to install it, they say, no, we're just going to shut the whole thing down. Because it was, like, literally days away from the installation when they said, nope. Yep. Yeah. They said, no, we're not going to do that anymore, and they removed the other memorial. And now you'll notice that Christians aren't nearly as upset that they removed the memorial because it's, well, we wanted our thing only there. Now we can't have only our thing, so I guess it's okay that they take it out. That's fine. Jesus is happier knowing we didn't let the Satans in. I guess if we can't split the baby, we'll have no baby. Yup. No so, baby. Fantastic work, as always, from our friends at the Satanic Temple. That's why I am a proud member and encourage mm-hmm. others to do the same and try to educate other people about religious pluralism and a, and a strict separation between religion and government. I like whipping out my Satanic Temple card once in a while to people. You like to whip it out, do you? Oh, yeah. I keep it right <laughs> in my front pants pocket. <laughs> In your front pants pocket? What? I don't know. I was trying to make why did it. You ha- why did you emphasize the word pants there? Because I, I whip it out from my front pants pocket. 
Because I was, well, I was, I was trying to allude to whipping. pockets are just all tied up with, you know, the whole butthole thing. But yeah. it was the emphasis on the word. <laughs> yeah. Emphasis. You're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> I don't, I don't really syllable a lot, but. You're, you're giving the British, the r- you're giving the British way too much ammunition. Yeah, but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, the story concludes and says. Uh, though Mesner agrees the city council members had valid, con- valid concerns about vandalism and civic unrest, he said they should have considered that before establishing the free speech zone. I think they were maybe taking the gamble that we wouldn't come through on producing our monument, and now I think they're maybe gambling that we won't file a lawsuit, Mesner said. Exactly. They would be wrong on both counts. Flax, the temple's attorney, wrote the city October 10 demanding damages, noting that the cross memorial had been displayed for eight months while the satanic monument was not allowed even one day of public display. This constitutes discriminatory action favoring one religious group over another group, Flax wrote, alleging that the city violated state and federal law in the process. Bell Plain is insured through the League of Minnesota Cities Insurance Trust, however... Claims manager Darren Richardson said his organization doesn't believe the Satanic Temple has a valid case. Well, we'll find out. We will. And I hope that they do have a valid case and that Bell Plain has to pay them $35,000 for the memorial. And then that it will sit in storage until it's needed somewhere else. That'd be awesome, yeah. I like all the stuff that they do. Or we just start like a, a Patreon thing to buy it and we just put it in the front lawn. Of my house? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Now we got to get, I bet Baphomet's way more expensive. The what? Baphomet statue. Oh, yeah. He's probably a little pricier. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And your front lawn isn't that big. It's a much larger monument for sure. No, but it'd be less to mow. Well, there's <laughs> You can put it back where the basketball court used to be. Well, yeah, no, but we'll then the neighbors can't see it. Oh, yeah, I should put it where the ba- But yeah. Yeah, neighbors. I would can't want see people it. to come by and it's, see it's it. It's like a Christmas pictures. story. It'd be like, yeah. <laughs> you, you get a prize, every, you got to show it off. Everyone else has their Christmas homes. <laughs> down it's a major here. prize. Yeah. In, in Murray and Holiday, they have their Christmas homes. You'll, you'll have your satanic temple yeah. home. Yes. Yes. And people from far and wide will drive down my road like, to look at it. Like the guy with the uh, uh, the zombie nativity scene who kept getting sued and harassed and vandalized. And mm-hmm. Apparently, he's saying this might be the last year of it. Oh, sad face. Yeah, because I follow him. I follow the. I follow the not uh, the the not, <laughs> fucking words. <laughs> I follow the zombie nativity scene group page on Facebook because he's got a page that he always posts stuff about around Christmas time. Awesome. Did you see that video of the of the live nativity scene with the kids? Where the kids stole baby Jesus? Where, where the two kids huh. were bickering over baby Jesus and they kept kind of tearing it out of each yeah. other's hands? No. Where, where was this? It was, a, I don't know. It was going around Facebook. Yeah, it's like at it a was church a or something. Chur- it was and in there's, a church. Yeah. And they were all like little kids. They oh, were they like could have been more than four yeah. or five years old. And they, they were... You couldn't hear what they were saying, but you you could just see what they were doing. And two of the kids just started. One of the older kids like pulled baby Jesus out of the younger kid's hands, and she well, pulled I think because yeah, because it's when like there's like a, a the one a really young girl dressed up as a, a sheep. It it might have been that yeah yeah, yeah that, that's it. I, that I, the, I think that's yeah it. at the First Baptist Church of White Pine. I gotta make this bigger. Somebody made a vertical video. Damn it. Fuck. We live in a horizontal world, people. (laughs) Turn your phones. (laughs) 
sheep steals baby Jesus in church nativity scene. It's all uh, fucky. It's all fucky. It's a terrible source. Vertical videos are terrible. What's worse than vertical videos is are the the news organizations that, that do that shit on the edges of with the fuzzy kind of overlay yeah, of yeah, yeah. the video. It's like fuck where that. it kind of mirrors what's in the video, but, but it's, it's all like sides. fuzzy and all. Yeah. yeah. She stole the baby Jesus, yeah. and now she's all proud and dancing with it. Now the other kids are gonna come up and try and take it back. Give me baby Jesus back. No, it's my baby Jesus. Nice. <laughs> That's pretty fucking adorable, though. <laughs> it's a little cute. <laughs> but you know, you you know if, if a bunch of Satanists or atheists did that, you you know they would be up in arms oh, about yeah. the disrespect. To the Lord and Savior, <laughs> yeah, which is what happened to the the but they can zombie laugh. nativity scene, yeah, uh-huh. but they can laugh because you know it's it's, it's, oh, it's cute, it's cute, <laughs> it's cute to disrespect Jesus. It was it was a pretty fucking cute yeah. thing. Like, it was, it was cute. cute kids fighting over a fighting baby. Over I'm, a baby I'm, doll. I'm just betting the they older. Have no idea what it fucking means <laughs> yeah. to begin with. Well, that's why right. I, I bet the right. older girl who's been through this before. She's. This is her third year in the nativity scene. Oh, is it? Okay. It's probably screaming at that little girl. Didn't you read the fucking script? It's Jesus. No, you can't steal I'm Jesus. two years old. I don't know how to read. <laughs> Your fucking mom's a whore. You can't steal <laughs> Jesus. Uh, last story that we have this evening comes to us from KUTV News here in Utah, local station. Yeah, they're very um enthusiastic. I can't remember if it's Channel 2 or Channel 4. Which one of them has the, for their for their nightly newscast or whenever, it's it's downtown. They have like a glass wall. That's, I think that's, that's oh, two. I got a bubble in my throat. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Channel 2 because you get, is that Channel 2? You get on, homeless right dancing main, in front of it in the morning. Right on Main Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. two. <laughs> so when, when the American Atheist Convention was here, did you, did you go on the bar crawl? That we did? Yeah, yeah, I was oh. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we we did the bar crawl, and this was when uh, uh, Sarah Mars was president of Atheists of Utah. And, then ah. we, and we had the, you know, American Atheist comes in, we have the convention and everything, and Sarah and the rest of the board members, me, myself included, but she, it was her brainchild that we do a bar crawl mm-hmm. for one of the nights. Uh, during the time of the convention being in town. Mm-hmm. And she printed out these really cool, like, uh, Mormon missionary name <laughs> oh. tags for everybody. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was That's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. So there's a bunch of drunken atheists wandering the streets of Salt Lake City at, you know, around 10 o'clock when yeah. they're doing the nightly newscast. And we happened to stop, you know, we walked past where they're recording the news that night. and. We just kind of stood outside and watched and waved, and I didn't press pickle on the window or anything, but I got really close. <laughs> I got really close and, you know, waved and made some goofy movements or whatever. And as we're walking away, I started getting text messages from a bunch of my friends like, hey, man, I just saw you on the news. What are you guys doing? <laughs> well, we're at a bar crawl. You should come and join us. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But anyway, so this comes to us from KUTV News, local uh, news station here in Utah. 
It says the six Mormon families are suing the LDS Church over an alleged cover-up of child sex abuse. At the LDS Church is facing a lawsuit filed by multiple families accusing the church of covering up sexual abuse. Yeah, these families claim the LDS Church leaders knew that one of its own members was abusing children but did nothing to report the crime. Heidi Hatch joining us live with this exclusive story. Heidi? Shauna, this case has been a decade in the making. It's heading to a West Virginia court three weeks from now. This all started with a 13-year-old boy accused and convicted of sexual assault right here in Utah. Flash forward a few years and he's yanked off his LDS mission when his new ward members in West Virginia come forward with new and very serious allegations. My church family preached to me about forgiveness, that I needed to forgive him. you forgive something like that this mother says fellow church member and family babysitter michael jensen sexually abused her four and six-year-old boys for two months back in 2008 two and four-year-old boys yeah it's fucked up Eesh. how do you forgive something like that I don't think that I'll ever be able to forgive him. Helen, who spoke to our Washington, D.C. sister station, asked that we only use her first name. She claimed she reported the abuse to Jensen's mom, who was the Relief Society president and the bishop in her LDS West Virginia ward. Now, the, what she just said there is a little misleading. I want to make sure that everybody knows that a woman will never, ever, never ever, ever be bishop ever. <laughs> yeah. of an LDS ward. Anywhere. Talking about two different people. Yeah, two different people. There's punctuation the, matters. Right. There's a comma there. Right. There's the the w leader of the relief society. Yeah, and the ward president. Right. And the, right. Right. The ward bishop. The yeah. Bishop. There are two different people. There's the relief society president, who is a woman, will always be a woman because they're the ones who need to provide relief and do the baking and and the cooking and the cleaning and the making of casseroles and passing it out to grieving families and all of that kind of shit. Sewing and yeah, and then and, and then there's yeah. the bishop who actually leads the congregation. What did they do about it? They didn't do anything. Now Helen, along with five other families and nine children, are suing the LDS Church. Their attorneys argue LDS Church members in West Virginia actively covered up the abuse, which continued for over five years, while Jensen continued to babysit families in their congregation. Oh, five yikes. years, multiple families. Because they didn't want to take it to authorities because yep. he's a fine, upstanding Mormon Mormon person. And, and you just need to forgive him. He prayed about and this. His and his mom is the Relief Society president, don't you know? So she ain't going to pass it on to the police. And she wasn't, sometimes with religious organizations, they're not legally required to pass it on to the police. Rather than getting little Timmy in trouble for being a sexual predator, I want to allow him to continue being a predator on more children, okay? Well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the, the, the bishop counseled him. G yeah, given right. his complete lack of, most likely complete lack of experience in counseling or or anything like that, because bishops are pulled from just a general rank. Yeah, they're yeah. lay they're, they're lay clergy. They they have no specific training in no, anything. They have no training. I mean, they're lawyers, they're car salesmen, they're restaurant owners. They've given they're the most given money to no the church. Training whatsoever. But you know they're they're in there counseling little kids on whether or not you're touching yourself, yeah. or mm -hmm. counseling this guy. I'm sure. I would bet that the bishop probably sat down and had a talk with this young man and said, "Don't I you, know that you're curious? Don't you young touch man. those young oh. men anymore?" Yeah. 
She says they didn't believe her. I felt like if I couldn't even get these people that are supposed to have my family's best interest and welfare in mind to believe me, why would a jury believe what had happened? Helen eventually alerted law enforcement after Jensen was indicted in 2012 for sexually abusing other children. The next year, Jensen was sentenced to up to 75 years in prison. The family's attorneys believe up to 75 years in prison, they had a lot of evidence of a lot Apparently. of predation yeah. on, from this guy. I mean, like that's, how, how many charges is that for 75 years? That's a lot. That's, that years a in prison. The family's attorneys believe local LDS church leaders discussed the allegations of abuse by Jensen as early as 2007, and yet no one reported the abuse to law enforcement. The lawyers also claim church leaders in Utah knew Jensen was convicted of other sex-related crimes while living in Utah as early as 2004. Oh, jeez. But Here's, we're not going to do anything about yeah. it because he said early he's sorry. As 2004. That should be... Yeah, and these are the people that supposedly have this moral authority and this high moral standard that they keep, and no, that's bullshit. Yeah. This is one of those videos that as soon as I take my hand off of the button, uh, it automatically mouse, plays. It automatically uh, plays. What yes. if you use that 10 second rewind thing? Then it just back up 10 seconds and, and start, start playing. playing. Automatically. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. the same thing. In Utah, as early as 2004. That should be on a record that you have somebody attending your church while attending your church was convicted of sexual assault of a minor. The church provided a statement saying, in part, the church does not tolerate abuse of any kind. Bullshit. Which is bullshit! bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. bullshit. You can't tell me BYU. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. They don't tolerate abuse of any kind? That's what they fucking teach people, is how to abuse other people. And then tolerate it. We take seriously our role as a recognized national leader in ensuring that child abuse prevention efforts are in place and followed as happened in this case. No, because you don't fucking report child sexual abuse to the authorities when it comes to your fucking attention. Yeah, if, if you had followed the laws as you say happened in this case, then they wouldn't be fucking suing you. No, yeah. And he wouldn't be convicted. Right. Their he, their version of of ensuring quote ensuring uh, the child abuse prevention efforts are in place is is internal counseling internal yeah. it's all internal no justice no no consequences it's all internal counseling yeah. through through their internal counseling center downtown well the consequences could be eternal grant because he may well, not be able to well, enter the celestial kingdom unless he repents and says well, he's sorry that. and says that they, he's not going to touch little kids anymore they just don't want a black eye in the church which is all they're fucking causing by right. not fucking reporting yeah, it's shit. the same it's thing that we catholic see with the catholic church, church. Yeah. all over they're yeah. more interested in protecting the church than they are with protecting the children Tonight, Helen is not ready to forgive. Instead, she wants justice. This is the only way I know how to do it. The only way for his voice to be heard and my voice to be heard and to force them to change their policies so that this doesn't happen again. Fuck the policies. How about some goddamn consequences? Yeah. yeah. How about some goddamn justice from the people in the LDS church who covered this up? I mean, how, yeah, how about holding the people that were, were notified of this and didn't report to anybody else and let it continue happening also be fucking prosecuted Yeah, as, as, a, as a party to the crime? 
Yeah, for aiding and abetting a yeah. fucking child molester. Yeah. A church spokesman told me tonight they cannot specifically comment on pending litigation. We do have the church's full statement posted for you at KUTV.com. And while many of the documents in this case are sealed because there are so many juveniles involved, we do have some of those charging documents we place on KUTV.com so you can get a better idea of what exactly this case is all about. Mark and Shauna. I wonder well, if she's I wonder, I, I wonder if she's still Mormon. I bet she. I bet she is. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if she, because I mean th- that's that's what you do. You you rationalize it in your head. Yeah, there are bad people in my church, but my church is still good. Right. Yeah. Right. But how can it, she yeah. even think they're still good when they allowed it to keep fucking happening? Because it's not because it's those God's yeah, flawed, will. It's not flawed God's human individuals. Yeah. It's flawed people and it's flawed leaders of the church. Yeah. But it's you know people make mistakes. This was just a really big mistake. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> well, on that happy note, we we <laughs> shall <laughs> the you show should, comes to a screeching really, halt in conclusion. <laughs> you should really send people away on a happy story. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, just remember, when you fart, say bye-bye, Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to do that from now on. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that around Hi, my Jesus. kids. I'm gonna... Thanks for visiting. I'm going to start doing that around my kids, see how long it takes them to say something. Oh, Jesus, you need to shower. <laughs> you were in there a while. <laughs> but thank you all very much for tuning in this week. Before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. That would yes. be Michelle Short, Christy Kalbach. Camille Boroski, Newmania, Alan Firth, Gaytheist, Larry Wilson, Dr. Dan Matt's boss from the 2SC podcast to whom we pledge loyalty and find his whimsical trimming of our audio very whimsical. <laughs> Janet Uter, Let Them Eat Kofefi, Stephen Andrus, Utah Outcasts, Marius Kotbrutchikowski, who recently edited his pledge from $1 to $2. Thank you very much. Thank You're you really very, very awesome much. awesome with pronouncing that name. That's- yeah. I try, and I'm sure I'm still murdering it, but he says it's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tim Jacobson, Matt Tuller, Megan Kennedy, Andrew Vodapich, Brandy Hamrick, Jeremy Goodson, Angelica Pearson, Wes Aaron, Purple Dragon. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Do what I can. And Taylor Grin. Thank you all very much. Yes. We appreciate you all more than you know. Honestly, we we really, really do. I know that there's been some concern over recent changes or recent proposed changes to Patreon that so far have been shut yeah. down because of the outpouring of voices that Patreon was willing to actually hear. Though when they when they released their apology statement, it sounded like, fuck, okay, we won't do it. Sorry, jeez, guy. But they're they're not instituting the changes, which is good for now. Uh, we appreciate all of you for sticking with us through all of that and, and still being able and willing to pledge to the show. Uh, we, like I said, we really do appreciate it. I I never thought in a million years that we would have people who would actually give us money for. Yeah. I figured we we just have 10 people listening to it. (laughs) I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm overwhelmed and, and humbled by your generosity for sure. And it really does help us. It helps us with hosting costs for, uh, buying equipment, for upgrading things, for trying to make the show better for everybody. 
I really, really do appreciate it. And eventually they'll learn how to plug it in right. <laughs> hey. hey. It was one loose connection. You could hear in your other ear. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Twice Satan gave Fucking you two. Complainer. <laughs> bring you over here and feed you food and shit and fucking complain about goddamn headphones. <laughs> uh, but seriously, thank you all very much. If you would also like to contribute to the show, we would greatly appreciate you doing so. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash godless revolution, and you can sign up to contribute as little as $1 per episode if you'd like. And something interesting that has come out of all of this Patreon stuff that I guess I was completely unaware of before or hadn't really thought of is that you can even pledge like a dollar per episode but then put a limit on that to say only charge me that once a month so really you could even just pledge like a dollar a month if you wanted the way things are set up now and i thought that was interesting and fun and yeah that's awesome i mean but that i guess i mean that gives people more flexibility in what yeah, they can afford can afford and and are and are willing to part with and I think that's awesome. So thank you all very much for everybody who does contribute to the show. Thank you very much to people who don't contribute monetarily, but uh, continue sharing the show, commenting, joining our Facebook community of people who listen to the show, visiting our page, doing all of that kind of stuff, rating the show. Sending in stories. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. have, yeah, I, I want to actually, while we're on that, I want to, I want to thank two <laughs> individuals specifically who, Send a, send us stuff all the time. And that's, uh, Alan Firkinoff. Yeah. And, uh, Riley Moore. Both send us stuff all the time. Thank you both so much for doing that. I know that we don't always use the stories that you send in, but I fucking love that you guys are doing that because it still gives me a lot more choice of things to talk about and to even think about while we're talking about other stuff. So thank you all very much for doing that. Continue doing so. I'm glad that you're enjoying the show and really, really appreciate all of your participation. Thank you very much for joining us again, uh, Mr. Larimer. Love doing it. Always. I appreciate it. Love you, buddy. Love you, Thanks too. so much for coming over, man. I wonder how many times I've done this now. A lot. Oh, that's we'll cool. have to go back yeah. and count. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you. You've probably been on here the most of any uh, of uh, uh, other extra hosts. Oh, cool. Guests. I'm special. Yeah. I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're super special. Super, super special. <laughs> and so until next week, crucify that like button. Leave a review to achieve nirvana. And rate the show five times towards Alabama. <laughs> nice. I thought that might fit. That was a good yeah. one. I like it. <laughs>
Though I'm not expecting a visit from Jesus, I'll be seeing my dad, my brother and sisters, my gran and my mom. They'll be drinking white wine in the sun. I'll be seeing my dad, my brother and sisters, my gran and my mom. They'll be drinking white wine in the sun. Don't go in for ancient wisdom I don't believe just cause ideas are tenacious It means that they're worthy I get freaked out by churches Some of the hymns that they sing have nice chords But the lyrics are spooky and yes, I have all of the usual objections To the miseducation of children Who in tax-exempt institutions Are taught to externalize blame And to feel ashamed And to judge things as plain right or wrong But I quite like the song Expecting big presents The old combination of soft trucks and chocolates Is just fine by me Cause I'll be seeing my dad My brother and sisters, my gran and my mum They'll be drinking white wine in the sun I'll be seeing my dad, my brother and sisters, my gran and my mom. They'll be drinking white wine in the sun. And you, my baby girl, my jet-lagged infant daughter, you'll be handed round the room. At a primary school And you won't understand But you will learn someday That wherever you are And whatever you face These are the people Who make you feel safe In this world My sweet blue-eyed girl and if my baby girl, when you're 21 or 31, and Christmas comes around, and you find yourself 9,000 miles from home, you'll know whatever comes. Your brother and sisters and me and your mom will be waiting for you in the sun 
Uh, you pull it out while it's still kind of juicy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I was supposed to have just woken up and I was gotten out of bed. So, of course, I'm not wearing shoes. Anymore. Oh. Oh, I thought you were just filming. I didn't know you were acting. I was, I was the one in front of the screen. Yeah. In front of the camera? Yeah, on the screen. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And then he posted these links, and I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. It's Galaxy Cake. Yeah. <laughs>